This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you in part by Rosedale Communications, offering author-centric literary consulting, writing, and editing services to help you capture your voice, craft your message, edit your content, and publish your completed manuscript for business or ministry online at craftingyourmessage.com. Hey there, it's producer Michael Miracle here. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. We are your on-air resource as a workplace believer. And check out our website for tons more I Work For Him resources. We've got blogs and podcasts and reading material and all sorts of fun stuff there. Plus, a link to listen to the live show several times a day. Yep, head to the website. That's IWorkForHim.com. IWorkTheNumberForHim.com. And the listen tab's up there on the top left. Click that, then click the live link, and you can listen to us live every weekday. That's IWorkForHim.com. I work the number for him.com. And now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for, hearing more about connecting what we learn on Sunday with what we do in our nine to five. This is the I Work For Him podcast. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him this afternoon. As you are listening all over Florida and all over Southern Georgia, we're so thankful that you've tuned in today. Boy, have we got a treat for you. But before we get to our interview for today, Martha, how can people engage with us? Well, um, one of the ways that they can is through our listener line, our I Work For Him listener line. So they can call us, they can leave us comments, um, suggestions, just maybe impact, something like that. And they can call 866-713-9675. That's 866-713-WORK. And our website is iworkforhim.com. And we have ways there they can contact us and just learn more about what's going on on the air. Love to have you contact us. Love to get some words of affirmation. Tell us you're listening. Tell us maybe there's an interview you'd like us to do. Connect us to people whose lives are impacting their workplace. Mm -hmm. Those are stories we want to highlight from sea to shining sea. And of course, stories from Hawaii and Alaska cover as well. We'd love to be able to do that. Fantastic. We even made some recent connections with people in Ireland. Mm -hmm. All right. I first learned the words the year my grandma died in 2001. I don't know the context. I didn't know the context, but it did know that while singing it, Martha and I and my sister and brother-in-law, we really lived out those words in our minds. I can only imagine that day when we come face to face with Jesus. You know, many times since that day, Martha and I have been to Mercy Me concerts at the Strawberry Festival here in Florida. We've heard the songs and sung along, but we never really knew the story behind Bart Millard until this year. Earlier this year, I can only imagine was released into theaters. And it's been a massive hit, grossing over $83 million on the theatrical release. The story deals in the reality of Bart's life and his amazing Jesus-fueled transformation and the eventual massive success of one song, that one song I can only imagine, but also the popularity of Mercy Me. Joining us today is John Irwin of the famous Irwin Brothers, directors of films like October Baby and Woodlawn. And now, I can only imagine, welcome to I Work For Him, John Irwin. Oh, thanks, guys, for having me. It's a spectacular moment uh, for all of us. And we're just so grateful that God just poured out his blessings on the film in in such a powerful way. And uh, and, you know, now now to see it come out on DVD, it's just it's an amazing journey. And and, uh, it's cool to see. You know that you know we all have gifts. The Bible says, and you know, Andy and I's gift is filmmaking, and to be able to use that gift, you know, for for a purpose beyond uh, ourselves, and to be able to tell stories that showcase the power of the gospel in an entertaining way is just an incredible job, and uh, we're very very grateful. And so it's just been an amazing. 
three months now, and and uh, to think that almost 10 million tickets have been sold, I can only imagine, uh, is mind blowing. And uh, and and like I say, we're just incredibly grateful, and it's been an amazing run, and uh, and it's cool to see this next wave of of, of people's ability to watch the film, as I can only imagine, is out. Uh, uh, on That's digital right. and on DVD and Blu-ray. So the DVD release is June the 12th, and we're going to give away a couple of copies after the bottom of the half hour today. John, I want to ask a couple of personal questions because, you know, it's always, it's we everybody's familiar with your movies like Woodlawn and October Baby, and now I can only imagine, which has been a massive hit, but who is John Irwin? <laughs> when did you realize that your calling from God was producing and directing movies? That's a great question. You know, my journey started in an unconventional way. Uh, I was 15 years old in Birmingham, Alabama, my hometown, and uh, and a cameraman got sick for an ESPN football game, and I got to take their place and uh, as a cameraman. And I was interning mm-hmm. for a cameraman at my church, and he called me. He said, "John, they're they're desperate. Three hours before the kickoff, and uh, you know, kind of come on in here and and uh, and you can run camera for ESPN." And and um. I just had the time of my life. I mean, I had so much fun, you know, and uh, that led to a career. Uh, I remember a crewing agent called me not long after that and said, uh, you know, are you a freelance camera operator in Birmingham? I, I didn't really know what those three words meant. <laughs> uh, so I said, yeah, absolutely. I am, you know, I'm that. And, uh, and so that began, you know, my, you know, a journey for me and a career and uh, that, that has led all the way up to, to, to now. And, and it's just an honor to, uh, to get to work in this business, I, uh, the, the Christian artist Michael B. Smith and Amy Grant gave us a break shortly after to to do a uh, music video for them. A few years after we've been making some stuff, and and uh, that led to a career in music videos and commercials. And it was just a career at that point. And uh, and I remember I went to work on another Christian movie called Courageous. I, I directed mm-hmm. some of the action sequences in that movie and just helped Stephen and Alex. And um, and Stephen asked a really profound question. He said, "John, what's your purpose and the purpose of your work?" And I couldn't answer the question. And not only could I not answer it, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And uh, that was my kind of career to calling moment. And I realized that I had been given a gift that had been given years to refine my gift. And it was time I used it for, for, uh, for God's glory and, and uh, used my vocation as a ministry, you know. And, uh, and that led to a journey. We, we, we like to quote Mike Tyson when he said, uh, Every boxer has a plan until he gets in the ring, gets punched in the face. And that certainly was, was what happened with us making those early films. But we made a film called October Baby. And, you know, God just put his hand on it and blessed it. And uh, it opened in the top ten. And, and then we made a film called uh, Mom's Night Out in Woodlawn. And then now I can only imagine. And, and uh, I can only imagine it's just far exceeded. Um, you know, the, the, the industry projected it would do two to four million dollars opening weekend. It did 17. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's more than Woodlawn's entire box office. And by the end of the second weekend, it had done more than all of our movies combined. And so uh, it just was amazing to see God pour out his blessings on it. And to quote Walt Disney, you know, we don't make films to make money. We make money so that we can make more films, you know, and, and uh and it's just exciting to see the opportunities opening up uh, because of this success. And this is just a way that we can get the gospel to the whole world, you know, uh, by telling stories just like Jesus did. You know, so right. it's an exciting time. 
So our listeners that know um, that every day we're talking about different ways of connecting our faith and work, it's neat for them to hear you making that connection and understanding that your work had purpose. And um, it's I can just see how God brought us together for this interview. So, John, what is one of the amazing things that you have seen God do on the movie set? Well, I mean, there's so many. Uh, I mean, I can only imagine was just one miracle after the other um, to get the movie made uh, from just the funds coming together because, you know, the studios didn't really understand uh, what we wanted to do, didn't really support it. So we had to garner the resources to both make and release the film independently, which is always very stressful and scary. And just to see God provide uh, the resources that we needed as we needed them was pretty spectacular uh, to watch. And then I remember... You know, in casting, imagine it's all about who can play Bart because I was adamant that whoever plays Bart has to be able to sing. And uh, and so we, we did a nationwide search and um, and couldn't really find anyone. And then I had gone to New York to uh, to work and I, I'm a, an American history nut. And so I wanted to go see Hamilton on Broadway and um and it was obviously sold out and, and uh, I wasn't a celebrity and didn't have thousands of dollars, so I couldn't go see it. But next door was Les Mez. And so I went to see Les Mez. I love that play. And, um, and this kid, J. Michael Finley, was the understudy to Jean Valjean. But he played the lead role like 60 times over the course of the run because that vocal was so difficult. And to see this kid, he looked like Bart and he had this the best voice I've ever heard. And uh, wow. come to find out, he had just submitted an audition. To online, I can only imagine. He was a preacher's kid from Missouri, and he had seen Mercy Me play three times in high school. So it's just a total needle in a haystack God moment, you know. And wow. and uh, and then getting Dennis Quaid on board was just another miracle that happened in the middle of production. What people don't understand is when you're doing an independent film, uh, you know, many of these things have to happen uh, while you're shooting uh, in terms of casting stars because they they don't want to commit to things a long way away. Right. And uh, so it was in the middle of, of shooting the film, getting dangerously close to the days that we needed that actor that my producer, Kevin Downs, came running in with a cell phone in the air saying we just got Dennis Quaid. And so there was just miracle after miracle that made this movie happen and right up into the release of the film. And Dennis Quaid played that role so well. It's amazing. All right. So in 30 seconds. How do you see your job as a producer and a director as a reflection of God, God's work in your life? Well, I think we all have gifts. You know, the Bible Mm -hmm. says that we've all been given gifts. And uh, and I think your gift is really tied closely to your passion. And when you can find your gift, you know, what you're designed for, what your unique ability is. And when you can use that for a purpose beyond yourself and for God's glory instead of your own. You'll never be more fulfilled vocationally. I mean, there's certain things that you just can't get from work. But as it it relates to work, um, I I don't think serving God means doing something that you don't want to do, you know? And and I think it's a big misconception to think if I serve God, I'm going to do something that's boring or I'm going to do something that I don't want to do. You'll never have more fun, and life will never be as much of an adventure as when you find your unique ability. You know, there's a, there's a lot of things that we can do, but there's only a few things that we were born to do. And when you find those things, and I think those things are really closely tied to your passion in life. And uh, I didn't know that, th- that it was my calling when I began to work for ESPN or direct a music video or you know, all these steps along the way. 
but I knew I loved it. I knew I was having the time of my life, you know, and God takes our passion and our gifts and what he built us for. And then he calls us to use those things for him. And, and I would just encourage everyone to, to ask that same question that Alex Kendrick told me to ask. What's your purpose and, uh, of your work and why do you do what you do? A lot of us know what we do, but not a lot of us know why we do what we do. And not a lot of us have a purpose in our work. And God, God plants us in different places and we can serve him in those places and, uh, and we can make a difference, you know, wherever we're, wherever we're, um, you know, you can bloom where you're planted, you know? And, and, uh, so for Andy and I, that was making movies, but, but we all have a unique gift and a unique ability and discovering it is one of life's great, um, uh, uh, joys, you know, to, to find what you're really good at and to use it uh, for God's glory. So, John, when you and Andy, you probably get pitched a lot of movies from different people. When you heard Bart Stiller, Millard's story, what was it about it that you you guys agreed and said, this is a movie we've got to do? That's a great question. I mean, I mean, I've, first of all, um, you know, um, I love I Can Only Imagine. You know, that yeah. song made such a difference in my own life. It was like an anchor of hope. Uh, in my life, as we were losing an extended family member, I, I probably listened to it a hundred times in a row. Mm. Um, so I knew the song. I loved the song. I had a great respect for the song, as did Andy. Uh, Andy knew Bart. Bart was just a great friend. We worked in music for so many years, directing music videos. And so Andy and Bart had become good friends. And um, it was another one of those amazing moments. Uh, we were actually... Um, uh, Andy was screening uh, one of our movies in Nashville as we were marketing it. And um, Bart said to Andy, he said, Hey, I, I, um, you know, there's a company that's trying to, in a studio that's trying to develop my story into a movie. Would you guys ever take a look? And, um, and Andy said, you know, what's funny. They sent us all that information this morning and asked us to take a look. And so we, we signed on to, to, to kind of develop it. And then it was just, what's the story? You know, we're a story first company. So it's all about how powerful is the story? And, uh, when we, I remember so vividly when I was standing with Bart and interviewing him and, and I just said, Bart, if I were to put a gun to your head and say, is God real? What would you say? And he said, absolutely. And I said, how would you know? And he said, because of the change I saw my dad, he said, I watched the monster transform into my best friend and the man I wanted to become. And it was that reconciliation and redemption of a, of a man, of a broken man and his dad and the reconciliation between a father and son that inspired the song. And so, you know, we all know it as a song about heaven. What we don't know is it's the son singing for his father. And that was so powerful to me um, that I thought, we have to make this movie. You know, I, I vividly saw it in my mind. And, and uh, so it was just the power of a story. And it's been a great partnership with the band. And, and we've, we've just been like a family. And it's amazing to see this film succeed beyond our wildest dreams. Mm-hmm. So, and, and really has, I mean, 80, over 83 million in, in the box office take just, I mean, and maybe the number is bigger. That was the number that I found online. Yeah, that's right. Why, yeah. why do you think this movie resonated? So what was it about? I can only imagine. And the upcoming DVD release on June 12th. Why do you think it's been so wildly successful? What was it about the movie that resonated so well with people? Well, I mean, I think, first of all, I don't think you can explain the success of I Can Only Imagine without, um, I, I know like in George Washington's first inaugural address, which I love, I mean, it's basically a sermon and he talks about uh, at length about the idea that like, and he says he's thought a great deal about it. And I feel the same way that there's just no way to explain the United States of America 
accept God's hand on the country, you know, and that was his opinion and his passionate opinion. I feel the same way about, I can only imagine. There's just no way to explain it. Um, there's things that we can talk about, but God just put his hand on it and blessed it. Um, beyond that, I just think it shows how many millions of people this song has touched. Uh, there's songs that you know, and there's songs that you love. And I was betting that, and sometimes you have to do this as an artist or as a speaker, as an author, you have to just trust that if something is inspirational and meaningful to you, it will be to other people. And I knew I loved the song. I, there were songs that I knew, and then there were songs that held a special place in my heart. And I can only imagine it was one of those songs. And I figured if it was like that for me, it had to be like that for other people. And I think what we've seen is that this song has touched millions and millions of people uh, worldwide for many years. And, uh, and people wanted to know the story behind the song. Yeah, so, you know, I think that when you said that God's hand is really the explanation. You look back at the beginning of the, when the song was released and the fact that it didn't just stay on Christian radio and that yeah. it impacted so many people, it opened the door for those same, same people to want to hear the story. So right yeah. there and then you, you crossed over into a bigger audience for, um, for reasons that you could have never made happen only, but God, you know, yeah, to allow yeah. that to happen. So for you personally, um, what part of the story made the most impact? Well, I mean, for me personally, I think, you know, there, there's a line in there that there's always a purpose in the pain, you know, and that, mm. that even the difficult things we go through um, can become our greatest inspiration. And, uh, you know, I think as Christians, we don't understand or value um, the, the trials that God takes us through, that those are really you know, failure is the great teacher, and uh, we learn. We can learn so much when when we uh, experience difficult times, and there's a value to that. And uh, so, as as we were editing the film, uh, my wife and I found out that that our three year old son had to have unexpected heart surgery because of a condition that should have taken his life, and we had to walk through that. And imagine, and he's great, and he's fine, he's fully healed, but imagine just became a beacon of hope all over again. You know, and uh, and it was just. Uh, cool to remember that, you know what, it's like in, in uh, Second Corinthians, I believe it said, you know, we're, we're able to comfort others with the comfort we receive. So when we go through difficult times, uh, your pain can end up turning around and becoming your greatest inspiration. Uh, and it was Bart, you know, it was how bad Bart's relationship was with his dad that allowed for this reconciliation. And then it was even losing the dad he'd always dreamed of that inspired this song that's brought hope to millions of people. So that was one of the things that really Absolutely. impacted me the most. Hey, we're talking with John Irwin today. That's right. One of the Irwin brothers who produced I Can Only and directed I Can Only Imagine releasing here on DVD on June the 12th. And digital today. And digital today. Right? Is that is that right? Digital today? So it is, is that- out on digital today. I didn't know that. We, we do several interviews. And yeah. I'm like, oh, my goodness. After my first interview today, I literally went and bought it on iTunes. That's where I buy all my films. <laughs> and so it was an exciting time. I'm like, boy, I, I, uh, I don't know how to sell my own movie. But, yes, it's on iTunes today. And, uh, you know, Amazon and whatnot, and then uh, on DVD and Blu-ray uh, next week. All right. Yes. So here, here's probably the last question, but I reserve the right to have another one. But, okay, you <laughs> and your brother have now, you, you, God has blessed you and allowed you to see success. You maybe never even imagined this. You, you, you've done movies that have done well. Now you've done one that has gone wild, almost $100 yeah. million. What's next for the Irwin Brothers? 
Well, you know, it's funny you ask that. Uh, I, I've told people that what's next is probably a long vacation for my family and I because it's been a it's been a tough road, you know, marching yeah. up this mountain. But uh, but beyond that, you know, it's just unbelievable to see the doors open up. And you know, I dream of these films getting bigger and better, and uh, and really competing not just with Christian films, but with mainstream films. And it was so cool to see. I can only imagine taking on franchise films like Tomb Raider and Pacific Rim and, 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 and winning, you know, and, and, uh, and so I, I just dream of that getting bigger and bigger. And so, you know, the reality is I can only imagine, um, has opened up so many doors that we're able to dream much bigger dreams and the sky is the limit of what we can accomplish together. And, uh, you know, the audience gave us that and we're very grateful. Uh, and when you to, get to highlight to the given. stories of, yeah, when you get to highlight the stories of what God's doing, that's the success because people were attracted to Jesus in that movie. It, it was yeah. highly impactful. I agree. We say we tell stories that are entertaining because that's why I go to the movies that are emotionally relatable, no matter what you believe. But they're engineered. They're 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 strategically designed to showcase the power of the gospel to transform your life. And they're, and and it's it's so cool to see people watch the film and say, I need this in my life, you know? Uh, and that has happened uh, tens of thousands of times now, and that's pretty spectacular. Mm. John Irwin with Irwin Brothers Entertainment. One of the directors directed alongside his brother, Andy, the movie, the hit movie, I can only imagine releasing today, digitally releasing on June the 12th on DVD. John, thanks for being on I Work for him today. God bless you guys. Thanks so much for having me. And uh, I can't wait for people to be able to own uh, I Can Only Imagine for themselves. Martha, what was what was the most impactful thing that John said to you that you're like, wow, that was cool. That's something we didn't know. Well, I love the story about how they found the person to play Bart in the movie. The fact that, you know, he wanted to go to one show in New York. He had to go to a different one. The understudy was taking the role that evening. He got to hear him. And, um, you know, the rest is, is now what we see in the movie. And how incredibly amazing is that? Um, let alone just, you know, when you think about all of the working parts that go into making a movie like this, I just, I, I think that that was something I didn't know the story about how they found the person for Bart, but the other thing that, um, just really impacts me is just thinking about the fact that this movie, if someone had tried to write this story, you wouldn't even believe it. You know, and yet because this is true, this is real, this is Bart's life that he lived, um, it's obvious that God had his hand in every step of his journey to get to the point where um, what we all know today and love is the song I Can Only Imagine. Well, I don't want to give it away. For those of you that haven't seen the movie, I Can Only Imagine, here's why we're highlighting this on I Work For Him. And you just got to hear us ask John Irwin, a very famous movie producer, some questions about how does he know that that making movies is his calling. We got to talk about that workplace. We didn't get a chance. We, I had all kinds of more questions I would love to ask him, mm -hmm. but you know, we get limited time from, from Hollywood producers and, and, and directors. But what we loved so much is Bart Millard's story of understanding the calling on his life and really working out his faith on the road, learning how, um, just learning how to balance all that. It, it was, the story is powerful. I mean, it's an emotional story. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a lot of people that watch it that can, that there's a portion 
in some aspect of their life that they can relate to. And, um, you know, like John said, you know, God uses those situations, um, in our lives and purpose finding purpose in the pain. And Bart experienced a lot of pain in his life. But even today in his real walking life, for him to see how his pain through those years is impacting other people. Ten he's telling, million people in March. Yeah. And now that digital um, release and then the DVD release next week, there'll be no way to know how many people watch it, you know, um, and are impacted and are impacted. And just to be able to relate in some way and go, there's hope, keep praying, keep doing what you're doing, living for the Lord in the midst of the pain, because um, God's plans are, are, you can't even begin to fathom what they're going to be. Well, and it's so true. And their workplace is one of those ones. Everybody thinks, well, that's just the dream life, being a, a, a famous musician, being part of a famous band. And you could, you see it on the film, not so <laughs> glorious, uh, but what's really cool is just the power of the testimony. And what I love, and probably the most powerful line in that movie is that, when, when Amy Grant asks, oh, I just gave away some of the, the movie. When Amy Grant okay. asks Bart, you know, well, he, she asks him, you know, well, it was something about his dad and the power of Jesus. And he goes, well, I never would have believed it, but I saw God turn a monster mm-hmm. into my best friend. Mm-hmm. And, and the miraculous transformation of his father. And I just screwed up that line. I got, I should have written it down last night when we watched the movie again, but just that's the power of Christ. And that's what we're trying to do in our workplaces is to expose people. Cause what, what I love best about, I can only imagine is it talks about real. I mean, it talks about real stuff. I mean, there are so many of our listeners, even today that grew up in households where they were abusive. Uh, some of them just verbally, some of them physically, some of them sexually abused, but abusive households. And, and that reality is dealt with in this movie. And then the reality of the redemption of that household. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the themes in his story that a lot of people can relate to when it comes to the workplace is um, if you have a dream or a call on your life to do something that doesn't financially make a whole lot of sense in the world's eyes. Um, A lot of people get criticized for that. And, you know, that was a lie that Bart was hearing over and over in his head, you know, with his dad going, well, is that going to pay the bills? Is that going to, you know, put food on the table? And um, yet God created him to be such an amazing artist and, you know, parents struggle with that. If you're in the, if you are in that traditional mindset that everything is all about how much money you're going to make. And he's, you know, he's seeing a starving artist, you know, being raised in his home. Um, a lot of people can probably relate to that. They've had negative words spoken into them about, well, what's that going to do for you, for your family and things like that. So there's so many themes of things that people can relate to in way, one way or another. And yet, um, you know, God's story that he wrote in Bart's life is such a, um, an encouragement. Well, there's even a little love story woven throughout. I mean, it's just, it's just the whole story of, it's just, just like John Irwin was talking about, you know, he's done uh, Woodlawn, October baby, uh, Woodlawn, uh, just an incredible story of really redemption of a school in the South where mm-hmm. racial prejudice and um, uh, just all of the, the, the desegregation right. was going on right. uh, and uh, an incredible football team. Wow. Just and 
and then that was uh, Campus Christ. No, it was uh, Youth for Christ came in there. No, it wasn't who it was. Try, try to think who. Anyway, great story. I mean, he's these guys, the Irwin brothers, are so good at getting stories and bring them alive. Same thing with October baby. Yeah. So, I mean, again, an incredible story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, mom's night out, you know, just reality. I didn't get to see that one. Apparently I wasn't invited. Uh, I can't believe I didn't. Okay. Yeah. I probably didn't drag you along. Pretty to sure it. that was um, a chick flick. It is an uh, but there's some great names in that movie. And you know me, I'm horrible with, um, uh, actor and actresses names, but fabulous movie that just was a lot of fun. But one of the things that John Irwin said was he said, you know, we are strategic. Our movies are entertaining. They're emotionally engaging, but also they're engineered to show the power of the gospel. So he, uh, what is so purposeful so intentionality, intentionality, but, but they didn't rewrite Bart's story. It's his story, but God, you know, lined it up so that they were able to then clearly pr- show some redemption. How cool is that? So we have a couple copies to give away. If people call into 866-713, couple copies of what I'm going to tell you, 9675, 866-713-9675. We have two copies of the Blu-ray DVD. Um, bundle or whatever you call them now of the movie. I can only imagine that just is releasing uh, digitally today and on DVD next week. And so you can get a copy of that compliments of um, the, the producers, Irwin brothers. Well, and in that bundle, you also get an additional seven uh, seven deleted scenes. Yeah. Uh, you get some other special features, a whole bunch of some extra music, five new featurettes, Featurette. I'm not sure what a featurette is. Little features. <laughs> and more. Three yeah, I mean, just, hours of extra yeah, stuff. Mercy Me, the early days featurette. Imagine Forgiveness with Bart Millard featurette. Casting, I Can Only Imagine featurette. The Power of the Song featurette. Creating Imagine featurette. The Music of Imagine featurette. Dennis Quaid, On My Way to Heaven featurette. And there's some audio commentary. I, I just, it's... It's all about the gospel. And that's what I loved at the end of the movie. They, and I'm not giving away the ending to the movie, but the end of the movie, they put up on a big black screen. Hey, if you are interested in exploring faith, if you really want to find out more about what they were talking about in the movie, call or or check out the website, chataboutfaith.com. Chataboutfaith.com. That was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Love that. And then it said, hey, if you're involved in an abusive relationship, you're in, in, in living in an abusive household, call 1-800-HELP-FOR-ME. 1-800-HELP-FOR-ME. Uh, and so they were, they dealt with some really deep subjects and an abusive household was one of them. And, they, and so they, right at the end, they provide a solution for people. 1-800-HELP-FOR-ME and chataboutfaith.com. Now, we had some people share some testimonials. Of, yes. of how the movie impacted them. Do you want to read one of them? Sure. All righty. So I just put it out there on social media and said, hey, we're going to be talking with uh, John Irwin. If you want to talk about how this movie maybe impacted you when you went and saw it in the theater, write in. And so we had several people do that. And so I'm just going to re- read their words. 
We watched it with our whole family from ages 6 to 44. There wasn't a dry eye in our entire row. We were overwhelmed by the message of forgiveness, humbled by all of the things that he went through, especially from his own father. But with the power of prayer and God guiding him, he was able to forgive his father. At the end, when he shares his testimony of the money that was given to him from his father's passing ending on the day the record broke is a real miracle. It's a testimony of how God's work, even in the bad things, when we don't think he's by our side, he still understands every intricate detail. The power of forgiveness is so important. It sets us free. I feel like this movie is a powerful testimony of no matter how bad your life may be, God's love and forgiveness can get you through it. What was the first name of the listener that submitted that? That was Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. And not one of our Sarahs. <laughs> so an unrelated one. But we're so thankful um, for this recap because we all need to learn about um, the power of forgiveness and acknowledging God's miracles. Well, maybe you're thinking, well, how can I use this tool, this movie to impact those I work with? I mean, how about watch, how about a movie-a-thon at your workplace? How, how about saying, cool. you know, hey, everybody, I'm going to have uh, pizza and pop. That's right, pizza and pop, popcorn. And uh, come on over, watch this movie with us tonight. Mm-hmm. How great would that be? Because this is going to open up a year's worth of conversations if you have that. And and that's why I can only imagine it's such a powerful movie. You can use it as a tool for bringing truth to your workplace. And, and it really, it's just so powerful. I can't wait for you to see it if you haven't seen it yet. I can only imagine releasing digitally today. And releasing on DVD on June the 12th. You're just tuning in right now. We're so grateful that you're tuning in. However, you're listening to us today, all over Tampa Bay, from Ocala to Fort Myers, and all the way over to Disney, as well as on the First Coast, St. Augustine, Jacksonville, Florida, and Folkestone, Florida, and all kinds of Folkestone, Georgia, excuse me. And I just made up some new towns in uh, Florida, as well as lots of people from all thousands of people all over the country listening in on iHeartRadio, streaming it off of iWorkForHim.com and getting it on many of our podcast platforms like. Oh, we are on Stitcher, Faith Play, um, iTunes, Google Play Music. Uh, what Meek? else? Meek. Thank you. There's one more. There is one more and I'm drawing a blank right now. And I just learned about this new one called, um, something notes that we are on. So, I mean, it just is crazy. There's just so many different ways, um, to get the podcast, but the key is, um, taking the opportunity to find out what we have been playing during the week and listening to something that, that you might've missed and might be of interest to you. So every Sunday night, Jim, I was going to say, but what if, but what if somebody's tuning in right now, Martha, and they want to hear the beginning of the show, what should they do? Well, there's a lot of different ways that they can um, get to it. They can watch for us to post the podcast on our social media on Facebook, and we'll have a picture from the show. And then it has the link right there that they can go to. They can always go to our website to the podcast page, and then they can do a search. If they can't remember what day it was on, um, they can search through things that way as well. But if they um, subscribe to any of the podcast uh, platforms, then they automatically get those in their podcast app on their phone. And so they can listen to them. You were about ready to say something about what happens on Fridays. 
Oh, no. Sunday nights, we post oh. on Facebook at the top of our Facebook page the lineup for the week. And so you can get a little snippet of, oh, okay. So on Tuesday, Jim and Martha are going to be talking about this. Let's make sure I want to make sure I hear that show um, if it's something especially that resonates. Now, um, you know, I truly believe that there's something in every show that can be applicable to our lives. But, you know, somebody might. Um, have a, a, a certain um, interest or somebody that they know and they want to make sure that they catch it. So they can always find that pinned to the top of our page. And on Friday at about noontime, our weekly blog goes out and attached to that is the last five podcast links or all the latest podcasts that we've released. All those links go on our our blog. So if you sign up for our, our weekly blog, you can get that sent right to your email and then just click on those links. It makes it super easy to see what's the yep. latest and greatest. And we're highlighting stories just like the I Can Only Imagine movie that highlights Bart Millard's story from Mercy Me, the lead singer from Mercy Me. This is the kind of stuff. I mean, their workplace happens to be a, a nationally famous band. And now John Irwin, a nationally famous movie director and producer. Well, we deal with the everyday average people, too. I know John Irwin say, well, I'm just an everyday average guy that likes to <laughs> take film, but he's now world famous. So, you know, we love to highlight those stories, and we've done it all across the country, and we're going to do it some more across the country. So uh, just make sure you check us out online, iWorkForHim.com. And while you're there, sign up for the blog, but also consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Consider making that commitment to being intentional about bringing your faith to work each and every day. I Work For Him Nation. You know, Jim, I was just thinking about something. And when we were on the air with John Irwin earlier in the show today, he said that it was one of the Kendrick brothers who actually asked him, what is your purpose in your work? Why do you, why are you doing this? Why are are the Kendrick brothers? So the Kendrick brothers are another, um, you know, movie producing dynamic duo that has put together such amazing movies like fireproof and courageous and war room um people should be familiar with those titles and what was the used car lot guy the used car guy oh the um flywheel flywheel Yes. So that was their, that was like at the beginning for them, but we really appreciated that story because it had to do with a used car dealer. And, um, that is one of the many titles on your resume, right? That's right. So, but anyway, I thought it was pretty amazing that, um, within their industry, um, man to man, you know, he said, well, why are you doing, why are you doing what you're doing? What is your purpose in your work? And he had never been able to articulate that. He'd never been asked that question. So how neat is that, that, um, you know, you fast forward now and you, he sees such incredible purpose in the work, like creating the movie. I can only imagine. So you can give us a call and get yourself a copy. We have a couple to give away that we'll be mailing out to you and you can call 866-713-9675. That's 866-713-WORK. And we only have a couple of copies. So call in, leave us your name and your phone number and your or email address. Um, we will get a hold of you, um, whoever is able to win the copies, and we'll get those sent out to them. But thank you so much for everybody for trying and connecting and um, showing us your interest. And we would love to give everybody a copy if we could, right? But Chip? we can't do that. <laughs> so we won't. For those of you that don't you know, win, not everybody's can... a winner. That's right. No, not everybody's winner, winner, chicken dinner. Okay. I can only imagine released in March in the theaters. And Martha and I went to go see it. I don't think we saw it opening night but i think we saw it opening weekend it was it was a bit we made a big priority to go see and it 
was a heavily emotional movie. Just touched on a lot of so I'm just normal. I mean, it, it hit real life, and that's what we loved about I Can Only Imagine, and we can't recommend it more highly. One of our listeners named Carrie said this, I went to see the movie with a friend, and we both cried through most of the movie. I loved being able to know the story behind the song, I Can Only Imagine. The song was a pretty important one to me because it was part of my grandfather's funeral. My sister and I used to be very involved in worship dance, and the two of us and one of our friends were able to dance to the song for his funeral. It was an honor to put movement to the beautiful words. As I watched the movie, memories of that time came flooding back to me, and I was reminded how important that song was to helping heal my heart after the loss of my grandfather. Mm-hmm. And that story probably is, multi, you know, uh, Carrie's story is probably multiplied over hundreds of thousands of times. Right. You yeah. know what I thought? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, that's okay. Because, I mean, we sang it at a funeral. At my grandmother's and, funeral. Um, what an impact it made. Um, not only on us, I mean, we had to sing it a lot of times just to get to the point to be able to sing it without crying, let alone, um, you know, how much it meant to us as we were thinking of the words and you think about all of the people that listen that I can't even imagine how many times it was played on the radio I can only in, imagine. It, in the height. I know you're, I know I said that. Yeah, but in the height of it, how many times it was played and how many people needed to hear it over and over again, like John Irwin even said, he probably listened to it a hundred times in a row in the, in his own life. When his son was going, or when his child, his three-year-old child. No, I think that was when it first came out, it had to do with the loss in their own family. Okay, that's but what it was. That, yeah. And then I restarted listening yes. to it when their son was you know, Sick. had some mm-hmm. issues. You know, and, and I think that that's what's so powerful about this song. A song like that gets people thinking, wow, the reality of heaven. How cool is that? And is it real? As we talk about I Can Only Imagine, we have another testimonial uh, that I want to read to you. And this one is from Barb. And she wrote it to Martha. Martha, I've always loved the song I Can Only Imagine, and it brings me to tears every time. The movie, it's great. My impact for the movie was watching it with my teenager and young adult children and observing them during the movie and responses afterwards. To my surprise, their their usual it's okay or no feedback, that's what they typically respond to their movie, was instead, I really liked it. The story was great and meaningful. I would see it again or recommend it for a friend. Thank you for being bold and a movie for all generations. Signed, Barb. Mm. Stories like that over and over and over again. And uh, yeah, I just, we want you to, you need to go see this movie. Well, now you can see it in your own home and serve your own popcorn. The DVD release next Friday, you can get it digitally today on your Apple device, on your Google device, your Android device. You can get it online. And so many different places digitally being released today. You know, I just think it's exciting to the communication that this is giving to the world that um, we want movies like this, that we um, there's so much to gain and to be learned from watching movies like this. And it's worth the effort. And again, you know, they didn't write this movie. um, They didn't fabricate it. It is real life. And this is the real our God that we serve, this is what he's doing. And it becomes a tool in our toolbox in order to be able to minister to the people that we work alongside, because so many of the people we work alongside are hurting. And this is their story. The Bart Millard story is their story where they grew up in a household like that. I mean, that's what's so powerful about this movie is it will open 
doors. And, you know, one of the, I'm, I'm going to do one spoiler. One of the things that was so incredible to me is how both Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith were deeply touched by this song. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for you to hear what part of Amy Grant's life this song ministered to her. It just, that's what I love about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this touched, this song touched the infamous and the famous and the not so famous. I mean, it just, it, it I can only imagine. You, you got, you got to get to see that. I'd be curious how many people in America actually have never heard the song. You know, I can't believe it would be very many. I can only imagine it's the movie. You can get it digitally today. You could get it on DVD next Friday, June the 12th, or you could call into the studio line, 866-713-9675. You've been listening to the I Work For Him radio show with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work for him. him.